What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Thoreau Show. My name is Matt. And I'm Victoria. I feel like... Yep. <laughs> I'm like waiting for you. You're waiting for me. I was playing chicken. Yeah. Playing chicken. But, uh... Beautiful Friday night. Yeah, it's nice. The weather's it's, actually the weather's turning. Been, the weather turned a corner for sure. We went to the pumpkin patch yesterday. Global warming who? <laughs> it's beautiful outside. Oh, goodness. It really was actually nice outside. And we've actually been going on walks. I feel bad. The predicament we're in. We have two kids. We do have two dogs. They need to go on walks. However, one of them especially. Yeah. We're talking 30, 30 plus pounds overweight. Yeah. No, he's he's a little chunky. He's only ten pounds more than the other Bassett, and at the other Bassett's last checkup, they said he's perfect, so he just needs to lose ten pounds. But ten pounds in Bassett world. That's true. It's gonna take forever for him to that's lose. That's like the biggest loot. But here's what's interesting to me about our dogs is I follow a lot of Bassett Hound pages and a lot of them are just like very large and droopy. And I feel like our dogs aren't super droopy. And they don't even look larger than any of those dogs. Like they look in shape compared to those dogs. And like are those dogs just morbidly obese? I don't know if we just have small hound basset hounds. But I remember was when we went to pick up Toby or what the situation was but we got we got Toby from the same breeder that we got Ben yeah and the breeder was like hey we still have Ben's mom and brother if you want to bring him to say hi yeah that's right and And we brought him and Ben's brother's name was Gordo and he was huge like him and his mom well he was he took more after his mom his mom wasn't as big but his brother was huge and i'm like is it something we're doing like ben looked like i was like damn was ben the run he looked so skinny compared to his family i was like are we doing something wrong but like we're feeding him the recommended amount he's going on walks every day ben's just pure athlete you know what i mean he's more athletic than i am in the hound world He's like a Usain Bolt. He can jump on. I'm sure he could jump on the counter if he needed to. I don't know if this is weird to, to brag about, but Ben is well hung. <laughs> it's if, a little we, weird to talk about, but. If we didn't get him fixed, he would have been like a show pony. For know? sure. We could have made a lot of money. But I, I remember wanting to do that when we first got Ben. I was like, oh my goodness, we could totally just have get another girl puppy down the line and they could have puppies and it would be so cute but i was like i could never give away the puppies and then i'd have 75 dogs that's gonna be my side hustle when i get not sustainable (laughs) we should have never fixed them i know should could have would have toby though i mean no one would have been knocking on his door you know what i mean absolutely did i feel like toby looks more like a traditional I don't know they both look like traditional hounds in their own way Toby with the obesity and then with just the majesty yeah Toby's growing on me for sure yeah I feel like we've said it in a different podcast when we told the throw up diarrhea story with Toby but you can find that episode 27 <laughs> Stop. I don't even know but I feel like it was a situation where you loved Ben so much and 
Toby was an annoyance in a way. Here's the thing. And then I feel like I needed to pick up the slack and love for Toby, so Toby just became my dog. I think I've actually gained a lot of wisdom, and maybe it was like the Lord preparing me for kids. For sure. Because the situation with Ben and Toby was like, we got Ben. He was perfect in my eyes, could do no wrong. But he was and I was he was not he was just kind of like my standard for what what I I thought the next dog would be yeah and Toby was just very different still a good dog but just very complete almost I would say complete opposite has been a lot of he had accidents Ben didn't really have accidents so I feel like you went from like Ben having no accidents and knowing how to use the dog door to like Toby having an accident here or there and it would like be so aggravating to you. But I want to say I carried over the wisdom from that to having kids to not put on the expectations of what I had for the first kid on the second kid and just love them for who they are. You know what I mean? For sure. Like everyone's completely different. And I don't know. I feel like the older we've gotten to and the more wisdom we've got I guess we realize Toby really is the better dog in in some ways they trade off Toby listens more I don't know I feel that Toby will he's not gonna do anything behind your back he's gonna do it in front of your face okay here's my Ben is sneaky yeah and he will wait till your back is turning then he'll steal your whole McDonald's meal off your plate here's my argument and my theory is that if Toby was athletic enough to jump up and get the food, <laughs> he would. Here's the thing. Toby is athletic, though, because there's so many He's times fast. He's so fast. But he cannot jump. If his mind, if he doesn't think about it, he's a free pony. You're wrong, bro. No, think about when he hears someone out front. He, he can runs jump. and he, he jumps He can jump half a foot l- on the couch, but he can't jump up on the countertop. That's true. But that's what I'm talking about. He can jump on the couch. Like, if he... For sure. The dude can fly as long yeah. as it's under a foot. That's true. He can go... Di- he gets speed. He gets momentum on his He side. does. He uses the inertia of that extra six... <laughs> the extra 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Toby's fast for his weight. Yeah. And he... I know we're just digging into the dog so much here, but he like, I don't know what his deal is. He, I don't know if he secretly wants to find a new home, but if he gets the opportunity, if he can wiggle his way out into the world, he, he's gone. Yeah. It happened when I was like 20 weeks pregnant, a little over. Yeah. I was 20 weeks pregnant and with Henry. I was reading this program with Henry and we were having Olivia's birthday shindig and I think Toby was just stressed all day about all the preparations and stuff. Um, and I went next door to your mom's house to because Olivia was over there and I think Toby was just stressed from all the preparations and Olivia being gone and him being like, what is happening? And then I was taking something large out the door and I couldn't shut the door with a thing. And I was like, stay there. And he saw his opportunity, he bolted. And I ran after him, 20 weeks pregnant, like, Toby, no, Toby. It's on the ring video. Olivia has this play That's once great. a week. That's why I pay ring $3 a month. <laughs> Just keep that in the backups. For sure. All right, homie, what's good today? We got a lot of posts. I think it's wedding season, though, 
because my sister just got married last weekend. Shout out to my sister and her husband. So weird saying that now. My assumption is that it was a beautiful wedding. That's true. You. (laughs) It was was, beautiful from what I saw. Yeah. We had a. Well, you were in the wedding. I was in the wedding. Olivia was in the wedding. And so, my main uh, goal and responsibility that day was to keep Henry alive and get him to the wedding yeah um and uh i had to like run like five minutes into the ceremony so i didn't get to see a lot of it but from what i saw it was really beautiful yeah it was unfortunately the weather turned and it was like super warm out of nowhere not out of nowhere but it just got warmer than we thought it would be and he was not doing well so you guys had to take him inside and yeah, you took both the kids inside because I could tell her cheeks were red and she was chugging. I wasn't water. worried about her, but she still doesn't know the concept of like quiet voices in yeah. quiet situations. For sure. So it was like, it's going to be halfway through the vows and she would have been like, I want a chocolate. I yeah. Like, Honey. <laughs> yeah. So Matt was inside with them. And then I felt so bad because I was just like, yeah, he's hyperventilating. He's red. Your mom was running him under the sink. I was like, we, you guys need to go. Like as soon as we get photos taken, I know that sounds awful, but I just feel like the photos I was bummed, dude. I wanted to dance. Famous Dave's I was missing out on. I know. I feel so bad because if we, if I had just like, I was just not thinking rationally. I was just like, the kids aren't doing well. Go home. But then if we had just waited literally an hour, it got so much cooler. <laughs> is what it is, dude. What I should have coulda. You know what I mean? Is what it is. Well, congrats. Congrats, Lena. Yes. Um. Wedding season. I was gonna say it's wedding season because my sister got married, and there was a lot of wedding posts this week, so there might be. And there's... weddings are wedding Yeah. So we got some good juicy wedding posts. Good juicy wedding posts. All right. The Am first one the is first not. One? You can do the first one, or I can do it. I'm gonna f- flip a freaking coin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the first one. All right, am I the a-hole for telling my husband that I find him disgusting and I want us to sleep in separate beds? Sounds familiar. <laughs> Did you write this? <laughs> it's just a note, like on Apple. It's not even like on the this Reddit. Isn't Reddit. Where did you take this to? <laughs> this is a text. <laughs> my husband, 43 male, and I, 31 female, welcomed our second child four months ago. With having a new baby, I'm extra cautious about germs and cleaning. This got me thinking about my husband's shower routine. He will take a shower in the morning and go off to work. He's a chemist, so mostly a desk job, but sometimes he walks outside from one building to the next. They are less than a block away. We live in a humid, hot Florida, so that adds to the equation of some inevitable precipitation. He's also a manager, so he deals with people all day long. I have tried to bring up the subject to him of taking a shower when he gets home from work or even just before bed. He says he doesn't need to take another shower since he showered in the morning. I try to explain I don't feel comfortable with him laying on the bed because I lay our baby there sometimes and I feel like the bed sheets are dirty by him laying on them. Same with our comforter. Note, baby sleeps in a bassinet safely next to me, but during the day I will lay him in the bed to do chores while 
I'm around him like folding laundry. I realize everybody has their own routines, but I have washed my hair in the morning, showered, and gone through the day, and at the end of it, I feel dirty and grimy, and I need a shower before bed. How could he be okay with having gone the whole day without needing another shower? I finally told him I'm not comfortable with him laying on the bed dirty, so he should sleep in the guest room. I have OCPD, so it's really hard for me to not have things be the way I feel they should be in my mind. In my mind, it's disgusting for him to lay in the bed dirty. What do you guys think? Am I the a-hole? What's, uh, what's OCPD? I know OCD. Let me look it up because I actually do not know. So it's obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Mm-hmm. It's a mental health condition that causes an extensive preoccupation with perfectionism, organization, and control. These behaviors and thought patterns interfere with completing tasks and maintaining relationships. Well, maybe she's not the a-hole. Maybe she just got OCPD. What do you think of reading that? Do you think that she's the a-hole? I think that uh, it's an overreaction. For like a normal person. I'll be honest with you guys. I do not shower twice a day. Sometimes I don't even shower. For you, to be honest with you. It's hard to find the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just outed myself so bad. I I shower every day. I ha- I don't know. I don't know if it's like a OCP. You know thing, what's but. weird is when I was when we had our first when we had Olivia and I was breastfeeding I showered every single morning because I just felt gross Mm -hmm. and now I feel like I just don't make like I don't know it's hard if you like if I wake up too late like in my mind I'm like I can't shower right now I have to go get the kids and if I shower she's gonna want to join me and it's gonna be a 30 minute affair like I shower every day because if I don't shower, I feel gross. So that's like a me thing. Like yeah. realistically, if I didn't shower every day, I'd probably be fine. And no, like I, p- I don't think you're gross. Like I'm, I'm usually honest. I'm like, homie, hop in the shower. <laughs> Why don't I watch the kids for a minute so you can uh, <laughs> just gently bring it up? Dead. I got the kids. You want to relax? Take a shower. <laughs> I don't go I that. Threw long a steamer up. in there for you. Dead. No, I. I don't Already go. got the water running. I literally just showered yesterday. Listen, no one's judging you. I guess what I'm trying to say is, she's taking her issues and putting it onto him. She's yeah, she's projecting. Like you're well, not gonna get the kid sick. No. For. Laying in the bed after you're, you've are you been a little bit sweaty. That and it's like he literally works inside. He's a chemist, so they have to be cleanly. You know what I mean? They're probably washing their hands before everything. Right. And like if he only has to go from building to building and they're a block away. Come on. On one hand, I don't... Again, I like taking showers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... If you were like forcing my hand, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, you're going to watch the kids and let me take a shower when I get off work? I'm in. You know what I mean? But this guy, maybe he's uh, tired or that just seems like a waste of time. Or, hey, you know what? 
maybe uh, he's water conscious. That's true. We are in a drought. We are in a drought as a world in general. Just trying to save the planet, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they were voted the a-hole. At work, he's actually working on a chemical to make it rain more. Dead. He's working on a chemical that uh, it's like a once a month shower. Dead, right? It's like so that makes it so you only have to shower once a month. You he, asshole! He actually isn't showering. He's just running the water. Yeah, I know. Everyone in the comments is basically being like, this is a you problem, not a him problem. Like, one shower in the morning is fine. Like, And a lot of people are saying, too, with newborns and germs, they do need a little bit of germs. Like, if you're too clean, it could... That's why we have a hand desanitizing station in our house. We cough directly into... Henry, our come over here. <coughs> <laughs> um, for real, though. I, Our bed with a toddler has never been grosser. Ever. I, yeah. I feel like we were kind of lax before with like our sheets. But now it's like we're changing them every couple of days. Yeah, sometimes I hop into bed after a long day ready to, to get some sleep. And I'm like, damn, what's this crunch? Yeah, there's like crust from cheese puffs or something. Cheese puff crust, Pringles, pretzels. It's like, why? Like, can we literally eat anywhere else? Make it like a boundary to not, but she needs room service. It's funny too, because I feel like we'll be really dil like diligent with it for a week or two. And then we just lose the fight in us. Whatever. You can eat in the bed. Watch Bow Tunes for a minute. I feel like with him too... He's in this thing where he wants to chew everything. <sighs> and so he'll like roll, he'll roll over and he'll just start munching on the covers. And for me, it's not more of a concern about like the filth, which maybe it should be. But like, I know there's a bunch of hair, like basset hair on the yeah. bed. And I'm like, you're probably just eating hair, dude. Yeah, we, but I feel like. after like five times, I'm like, all right, go for it. Whatever. I can't stop you. They both have iron wheels. I don't know. I don't think this woman's the a-hole necessarily, but I do think it was an overreaction. I personally, I don't know, though. I don't know. She was voted the a-hole, but I feel like it's a no a-holes here thing. Because she did edit, add an edit saying she's seeing a therapist. And, like, I don't know. She apologized to her husband. I don't know. And hey, she... uh she took the advice from Reddit yeah. and she made amends and she's taken steps to to get better. The only thing you can do. Yeah. 100%. I love when people are voted the a-hole and they just fight it the whole time. I know. They're like, well, this is why. Well, I guess you're all wrong. <laughs> Posting on Twitter. They're Roxanne and Antonio from Ultimatum. That's a, that's a deep, uh, deep cut there. I wonder if anyone's going to get that. If you haven't watched Ultimatum on Netflix, it is trash TV and it is great. Trash TV and it's trashiest. It kind of gives me the vibes of the old like MTV trash shows. Like, are you the one? Mm-hmm. It's got the I same. Love are you the one? It's got the same filth. Yeah, I feel like Perfect Match on Netflix was like a watered down Perfect. Yeah. Um, are you the one? 
It's like one of those shows that you can't stop watching, but when you're done, you're like, I feel a little gross. When I started the reunion without you, because you weren't interested, and then all of a sudden, the next day, you're like, you watched it without me? Anywho, when I was watching the reunion, I literally had to pause like several times and be like, okay, and go back <laughs> into it. I don't so know cringy. if I can do this. Um, All right, dog. Next post, all you. Man, I had my stuff all zoomed in before so I could read. Everyone makes fun of me because I got my font on my phone super big. I, just, I don't like straining my eyes. All right. Am I the a-hole for telling my in-laws it was on them to explain to their guests why there weren't any place for them at my wedding reception. I think the title has all the information. I married my husband last week after a year of planning. The ceremony went off perfectly, even with the kids in the church. The formal photos weren't delayed. No one got drunk and wrecked anything. No one insisted on bringing their emotional support goat. The only hitch was that my in-laws invited about 10 extra people without telling us. Not relatives or anything, just friends of theirs who we did not invite since we don't know them. I did not notice them at the ceremony and it wasn't until the reception that there were issues. There was no seating for them. Our best man and groomsmen found a folding table and chairs for them to sit at. There was food, we went with a buffet. But since we sent the tables to eat by number and they didn't have a number, they were sent last after everything had been picked over. My in-laws were embarrassed that their friends were being treated that way. I very politely asked them what they expected when they invited people without telling the people planning and paying for the wedding. They said we needed to go apologize for their treatment. I said I wouldn't, but I would also... No, they oh, said I I need to zoom in a little more. <laughs> I said I would, but I would also explain that they had not actually been invited. If they wanted their guests told anything else than that, they had to go explain. They were upset with me. My husband has my back 100%. I think I could have been more gracious, but I also think I should have not fallen. It should have not fallen on us to deal with it. My question is, what could they have done better? Right. Could they, what, should they have put them above everybody else? Yeah. F FIFO, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> first in, first out. You guys were the last in, you're the last out. For sure. I don't know how their guests wouldn't get that. Like, how could they go through the whole wedding and be like... <laughs> like, were the guests upset or were the in-laws just upset? Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine, like, not having the self-awareness as a guest to show up and then not have a place and then, like, be served last and be like, why are we being treated so poorly? Like, did, did they know the people that were in the wedding? Like, if someone's inviting me to a wedding and I don't know the people getting married, I'd be like, are you sure? Honestly, that's how I felt at your one of your friend's siblings' weddings. Like, it was when we were, we were, like, dating for six months or something. And I think the invitation was meant for your family, but your dad couldn't go. So you said, oh, you can go. It's a wedding this weekend. And 
I remember they did a receiving line and being like, hi, I'm Matt's girlfriend. And the bride just looking at me like, who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> Dead. Well, in that case, <laughs> well, I don't the know. guest number matched the RSVP number. That's true. <laughs> but I always think about that. I'm like, I was such an idiot. I think I was like 19. Who was that? I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'm racking my brain right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't think they knew I was coming. <laughs> it's all good. Um, This one's weird. It's just a weird situation. It is. Like, why y'all inviting? Like, how many people did they invite? Ten. Ten people? Ten people. It's like, hey, come on, come hang. It's so bizarre to me that they wouldn't run it by the wedding. If you invite me last minute and I don't know the people, I'm grateful to have a folding chair in the scraps. For sure. I'm not going to come and expect the the, you to lay out the red carpet for me. No. And I think if they didn't know that it was a last minute invite before, because... Unless they have like extra invitations laying around. I think it was probably a word of mouth thing. If they didn't know before, they definitely knew at the reception that it was like, oh. I think OP can do exactly what she said and but not like frame it in a mean way. Like literally like, hey, I'm so sorry if you guys felt mistreated. We literally did not know you were coming. And we did the best we could with the circumstances. Thank you for being here. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think at our wedding because I remember thinking that it was going to be. They're like invited wedding crashers. Yeah. I just remember thinking I'm going to plan for like, I think, I don't know. I can't remember, but I feel like I remember thinking people aren't going to RSVP and I'm just going to factor in a couple extra people if people want more than the average person. So I think I had told our caterer like 10, like five or 10 more than we were actually planning on or that actually RSVP because I don't know, people RSVP late to weddings all the time and birthdays and some people just don't RSVP in general and show up. So just a very strange situation to invite your friends to a wedding. It's not it's not like you're going out to dinner. Yeah, it's bizarre. Especially, I don't know, they don't really mention it here if it was like a backyard reception or if it was at a venue, but catering is not cheap. The only situation that that might be okay is if the in-laws were like bankrolling the whole thing. Yeah, and it's like, it's okay, like, you're okay, paying for who, it. You know, invite whoever you want. But in this case, you know, they were very clear, like, we're the ones that planned it. We're the ones that paid for it. So in this situation, it's just so funny, like, not the, kosher, the audacity and entitlement of the in-laws to invite people without saying anything. And then to be like, you shafted our guests and embarrassed us. You embarrass yourself, quite frankly. Who are they? <laughs> Why are they here? No, I would be upset. I don't know. I'm pretty chill. So I feel like it was, if it was the day of the wedding, like the day of our wedding, there was some stuff. I think we've talked about it before, but there was stuff that there was, it was throwing you off kilter. Yeah. 
And I was just trying to let everything roll off my yeah, back. Yeah, you were like, a duck. Everything was rolling off your back, and I was, like, I was hey, rolling it's onto over. mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's done. We're married. Let's just not sweat the small stuff or the big stuff. That is so funny that you felt that way because a month into our marriage, I was still like, if I had a time machine, I could go back and change some stuff. You know what I mean? And no, you don't because you let it roll off your back. But there were so many things that what I was can like, you, do? you can't do anything. But I remember just you like, you can fester. I festered like an open wound. You were, you were, uncle. I was Uncle Fester. You the, were Uncle Fester. Dude. I was just like, I forgot to tell them to do this and this wasn't right. And I feel like the one thing you were salty about, and still to this day, if I bring it up, you'll probably be like, oh, is the games. You, the games. Yeah. 100%. Because <laughs> it was another thing that was like, I took three hours of my own time. Oh man, so much time. I actually don't even know if it was three hours. I feel like it was pretty quick. I don't remember. Time was nothing back then. Yeah. We were fools. But, but I, I made a... I don't know if I told this before, but I made all the little... Like peg games. Handcrafted, homie. Cut them all wanted, out of wood, drilled all the holes, stained them, finished them. And then I was going to have them out for the cocktail hour so people would have uh, some stuff to do while they were waiting since there was no booze. No, you know, you know what I mean? Got married at a church reception at a church. And uh, they didn't put them out. Yeah, they put them at the, they put them as part of our centerpieces. About to spinning back fist Glinda. (laughs) (laughs) But. (laughs) I had one request. (laughs) No, fix it. Yeah, there were so many things that I was like, uh, what? I feel like the money that we paid to have our wedding there, like, was and wasn't expensive. It felt expensive. It felt expensive at the time, but looking back, it was nothing. I was like, I work here. I worked here for a year for free. You know, it's funny. Your old boss, I remember talking to him either before or after our wedding I think it was after and we were talking about like yeah they they gave us like a half price discount and I remember him being like oh no when we got married there I told them we're not paying anything I work here well (laughs) I get like paying for the food and everything I don't know what his if he did or not but how much should we pay it was like two thousand was it four thousand I can't remember if we paid fifteen hundred or three thousand I don't remember it was not but I'm like everyone the only employed person was Glenda. Yeah. She was... Glenda's legit. Are you doxing her right now? <laughs> Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Glenda. She's awesome. She was always awesome. I, I worked at CCB, so I worked with her. Yeah. Everyone knows I, work at C, I worked at CCB. What are you talking <laughs> about? There's 10 people listening to this podcast. <laughs> but, um... What was I going to say? She was the only employed person. Yeah, she was like the only employed person. Like everyone, everyone else, else was, was a volunteer. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not costing you money. But I do remember you did weddings like when we were married and we needed like an extra side hustle. You would do like the weddings there. And I feel like it wasn't got, like, crazy a little though. Bit, it no. was like 150 bucks or something like that. That's true. I don't know. Maybe Glenda was uh, that was Glenda's side hustle. I thought that was her full time job. <laughs> <laughs> She's just hustling hard. Yeah, there were I don't know. There's I don't even know what we're talking about. We got off on such a tangent, but I feel like there's so many things that like did and didn't go the way you want them to. It seems like OP took it in stride and 
did really well with what happened. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like how she wrote the post. I feel like she's kind of assholey in that way. What do you mean? I think the title has all the information. I don't... I, I married my husband last week after a year of planning and everything went perfectly. I took it more as like... No one got drunk. No one insisted on bringing so their funny. goat. I think it's so funny the way we interpret things because I see it more as like a casual, funny, cool thing like, oh, I think the title has all the information. I married my husband last weekend after a year of planning. Everything went perfectly. No, even with kids in the church, formal photos weren't delayed. No one got drunk and wrecked anything. No one insisted on bringing their emotions to support goat. I can just tell by how she wrote it, like, she's not a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Okay. Next <laughs> post. <laughs> what, do you have a problem with that? I do, but let's go to the next <laughs> post. What's the problem with that? I feel like you were very, like, on OP's side until we started talking about, like, wedding mishaps. And then you're like, they were being kind of a jerk. I'm still on her side. I'm just saying the format of the post, the way I read it in my head. That's a you problem, dog. It's OCPD. Next post. Next post. I'll let you do this one and I'll do the last one. All right. Am I the a-hole for not letting a service dog into my party? I, 29 male, hosted a pumpkin carving party for my friend's and I this past weekend, and a decision I made is causing drama amongst us. The party was indoors as it's still nearly 100 during the day where I'm at. I dislike cats and dogs, any and all. My friends know this. Primarily, I think they are filthy. I want nothing to do with them because of that. A buddy in his current fling, early relationship girlfriend, However you want to define it shown up. She has a golden retriever with her. I did not know this dog was coming. <laughs> it's uh, similar to the last post. Some uninvited guests. <laughs> no one ran this by me. I would have said no. I pulled him aside and told him the dog had to go. He says if the dog has to go, she has to go. And then I have to go. I just say, come on, man. You should know better than to bring a dog to my house. He said it's a service animal, apparently for diabetes. <laughs> I just imagined like Airbud, <laughs> but it's a dog that like administers insulin. <laughs> okay. He thought it would be different. I said, no, I might. <laughs> Do you want me to take over? He said, no, it might medically help her, but it's still an animal, an effing animal. He starts arguing, but main, I maintain my stance. I offered to keep it in the garage with the AC on. He goes and talks to his girl, and she looks annoyed, and I felt bad about that. They opt to leave. He lets me know that I'm an a-hole. My friends were all split on how I handled it. Am I the a-hole? Ooh, that one got me. I feel like I they were voted everyone sucks here. And I agree with that. Yeah. 
I don't know how I would feel. I don't know. It's different because I don't hate animals. <laughs> I don't know how you don't like dogs, dude, especially Golden Retriever. I know. I'd like, bring that homie in. Yeah. Let him give me a hug. Y- you can stay if I can pet. Yeah. For sure. But I don't understand. Like, If he's a good boy, for sure. He's a bad boy. I'll good. still pet him. He's yeah, a Golden Retriever. What's the worst he's going to do? Lick me to death? I know. Golden's are so sweet. They're so they sweet. do um, shed. shed. Hope you have a Dyson. So, it sounds like he just has a dislike. I don't know. I dislike him. How do you not like dogs and cats and animals? I know. It's like, it would be one thing if he was allergic. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but everyone knows like, I don't like anything that brings joy to people. filthy. Yeah. You got a vacuum dog? Like, it's an easy fix after the party. 100%. Also, but I also, I don't know. I go back and forth because it's like, yeah, service animal, allowed to take him anywhere. But I think there's a common, like, mis- misperception, I guess, of service animals are allowed in public spaces, but private ceremonies or private residencies. Well, there's, there's also a difference between, like, a service animal who's, like, Official and trained. Well, this one uh, is a support animal. It seems like this is a service animal because it's for diabetes. So, I'm gonna Google this. I've I'm I'm probably ignorant, but I've never heard of this. I think I've never heard of it either. But from what I'm assuming, with the if it's for diabetes, I would assume it would be barking or alert the owner when their blood sugar is too low. Oh, you hit it the. Nail on the head. Really? It says a, a diabetic alert dog is trained to alert you of a blood sugar drop or spike while you're still awake enough to treat your blood sugar le- levels or to get help. The way a diabetic service dog tells you that you need to check your blood sugar depends on their training. So somehow they're trained to... Like, no. That's nuts. Dogs are awesome, dude. Right? OP sucks. I don't know. In my opinion, they suck. 100%. In my humble opinion, like not only this is a good boy, but she needs it. That, and then you're going to put it in the garage? Like your dusty furniture? Get out. No. Like, service dogs are like the good boys of the good boys. They're the goodest boys. Or good girls, whatever. Yeah. Like, the training that they go through... Not only to be, like, well-behaved in every environment. 100%. But also just the fact that an animal can detect blood sugar spikes and alert you is incredible. Yeah. If I had to play devil's advocate... You can go in the garage, sir. (laughs) Carve your pumpkin in the garage by yourself where you belong. Anywho, if I had to go devil's advocate, I would say I could see... Giving a heads up. Hey, 100%. my girlfriend has diabetes and has a service animal for that. And then from there, it's like, I'm uncomfortable with that. Then I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to have to monitor my blood sugar beforehand. 100%. Or just not go. I think, you're, I think you're right. And I agree with you 100%. It's just so bizarre to not like dogs. How do you see that golden mane and say... Not 
not really a partner. I'm with you 100%. The chances of running into a psychopath that doesn't like good boys is slim, but it's still good etiquette to text beforehand. Yeah. If you're going somewhere where you don't. It's just good form. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, if it was my first time going to somebody's house. Just a heads up. I have a service animal that will be present. And that's more on his friend than her. Yeah. Because she was a guest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel, I don't know. I think I'm just overly conscious of everything. So I think as a guest, I probably would have, like, I don't know. Although I did share that wedding story. I, I, th- I think, like, in this stage of life that I'm in, I would have been asking, hey, Make sure they know. Make sure they know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, jeez. All right. Last post. It's another wedding post. Am I the a-hole for kicking my maid of honor out of my wedding with five days notice? I, 23 female, am getting married in a couple days. Most of uh, most of this is in the last two weeks. My maid of honor, 26 female, M, was in charge of planning my bachelorette party, which I wanted to be a surprise. We live in a city, but none of us live downtown. So I was hoping for a hotel room downtown and having a fun night out with friends, maybe a brunch. Most of the bridal party live locally, but two girls did fly in for it. When M picked me up two weeks ago on Friday, I was excited to see where we were going what we, what we were doing we ended up going to m's one bedroom townhome and spent the whole weekend there there were eight of us so it was really crammed and we kept running into issues with only one bathroom on friday night we had games and ordered pizza saturday we had a mimosa bar went shopping ordered food and watched a movie before parting ways on sunday it wasn't the bachelorette party of my dreams or a particularly fun weekend but it was okay and i appreciated it Last weekend, my fiancé, 32 male, Jay, had just returned home from a work trip. I had caught him up to speed on the party because there wasn't much to report, but when he returned, we were chatting and I told him about the party. He looked confused but said nothing else that evening. The next day, I got a message from M asking me to meet up about, asking to meet up to talk about something. M revealed that Jay had given her a significant amount of money over a year ago with the intention that it was used to pay for a bachelorette party. It would have been enough to pay for an entire bridal party to do a week-long vacation out of town, including airfare, hotel, food, drinks, and fun. I wasn't expecting this type of event. A weekend downtown would have been wonderful. And even though the party at her home wasn't what I hoped for, I was fine with it because I got to be with all my friends. She instead used the money to pay off credit card debt and hoped that no one would notice. I told her I needed some time to process and went home. After talking with Jay about it, I decided that the best action would be to remove her from the wedding. I came to this decision because I don't feel like I can trust her and I don't want her to be standing next to me at my wedding. I slept on it overnight and sent her a text saying this on Monday. Since then, I have been getting texts from her mom and my boy her mom and her boyfriend telling me how awful I am for doing this since I didn't need a big party and M was able to financially benefit from it. 
My mom is also against me removing her from the wedding as she is like a sister to our family and it would be tragic for me to get married without M there. The rest of the bridal party is split with half saying I shouldn't have kicked her out and the other half agreeing with me. M has called me crying because she already has her dress, which Jay and I paid for all the dresses, and she can't wear it anywhere else. At this point, I want the wedding to be over so I can be on my honeymoon and not have to deal with these people. So is my action too extreme? Am I the a-hole? Simple solution. Pay it back. So, this all seems interesting in and of itself, but when you go to the comments and you look at OP's comments, the amount when, that the fiance... When she said substantial, she meant substantial. The amount that the fiance gave the maid of honor, $25,000. He gave her $25,000. And she gave them a, a weekend in her townhome. How much Here's credit card debt? Dominoes. Also... I was reading other comments from OP and she was saying that like not everything was paid for that OP still paid for drinks for everyone because there was no alcohol there. So she paid to have alcohol ordered and brought to the house because there was nothing there. Yikes, dude. That's stinge level midnight. Stinge level midnight. Oh my gosh. $25,000 and it's, there's nothing. You didn't save anything. Here's the thing. Unless I really, really, and I, listen, I don't know if you heard me say it, but I mean really trust a person, I'm not giving them $25,000. No. And say, I have faith in you. Here's, do this with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like this person has been a friend of the family for a long time even still but i'm writing up a contractual agreement for that amount of cash we are going to a notary you are signing it you are paying it back unless this dude is just i mean you got to be balling on some level to, to get twenty five thousand without a blink of an eye 25 g's for a bachelorette party that was more than we spent on our wedding and honeymoon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly and first year's rent <laughs> Like you could buy a car, dude. Yeah, it was more than our our bougie car. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You want to go back to that? You want to go back to that topic? I wasn't saying Dad. you were bougie for the cars that we have. I'm saying uh, you were bougie for the cars that you want. I do, and I don't agree because I feel that you think I'm bougie for the cars I want, but my thought process is, okay, if we're already paying a payment for six years, we might as well get something more than something without cruise control. I feel like... I think uh, you're thinking I'm wanting heated seats no, no, and no. a show... Like, no. I think the, the reason I took it like that, it was like a... It was like an A1, A1 steak sauce effect. Oh, the A1 steak. I don't think Whereas we like told the we, A1 steak sauce story. We had just gotten the car and you're like, oh, I wish I had this. I'm like, dang, homie, we just bought this. I wish you could just be happy with this. I think my thought process, I get where you were coming from. Like, oh, I wish you could be happy. We just bought this. But my thought process is, oh, my God, we just spent over $20,000 on this car. And it doesn't have freaking cruise control or rear vents. Like, 
what were we thinking? We should have just spent 5000 more and gotten this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was my thought process of, like, we're already paying this bunch of money. Why didn't we spring for a little bit more? You know what I mean? It's like when you buy, like, the store brand mm-hmm. and the name brand is a dollar more. Just spend the dollar more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That was my thought process. But I can see both sides. Anywho, with this lady... I feel like if I was the fiance, I would have just given it to my fia- my fiance and said, plan your own stuff or give money as needed to pay for things. Yeah. I wouldn't have just given $25,000 to somebody. I get that but you I get, probably wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah. But even a better way would be like, hey, I'll bankroll this. Your budget is $25,000. Go crazy. Bring me the receipts. Yeah. And then I'll reimburse you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or give as needed. I don't know. Or just buy the stuff, like buy the plane tickets, buy the, I don't know, dude. That's And just, that was another thing in the comments is the people that flew in paid their own airfare. Ooh. Like, and that's what the fiance included was airfare for everyone. And he had budgeted for a week long excursion with people flying in, flying out and drinks and food and all this stuff, $25,000 and... So no one will have to pay for anything. And instead, she spent it all on herself. And nobody got the evening they wanted or the what was expected. Yeah. She, pray, she played that freaking Dave Ramsey wild draw four card. You know what I mean? She was like, I'm paying off debt and screwing everyone over. Yeah. I don't know. I say this, but I don't know if I'd be that petty. But I am when it comes to money, I guess. I feel like I would take her to small claims court, let Judge Judy decide. Only Ju- only Judy can... Listen, where I'm at financially, if it's like up to a thousand bucks, I'll let it go. You know what I mean? I'm glad we have this in recording. I'll be like, I'll be pissed about it. You know what I mean? I might lose a night of sleep, but... I'm not going to have a panic attack. But $25,000? $25, Absolutely not. I'm taking your butt to court. Someone's getting spinning backfisted. Yeah. That's what's so wild to me. And she's so nonchalant about it. Like I uh, demand answers. Yeah. Like, cool. I, you paid off credit card debt? What? It was a mess you got yourself into. And you should have gotten yourself out of it. Like, there's... That's so, that's, oh, I don't know. That's just such a slimy thing to do. I know. And just hoping that no one would notice. How would no, how would no one notice and how would she not tell her fiance? Like, Yeah, how are you not going to notice that I gave you $25,000 and you threw a pizza party? Yeah. Teachers do that for their entire school class. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, like... I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Absolutely not. Can I tell you a? How are they? Can so I tell chill? you a like the saltiest story from when I was in like the fifth grade? <laughs> sure. I think it was fifth grade or fourth grade. Um, it was fifth grade because fifth grade is when we started having these like um, like block schedules. Mm-hmm. And we had like a, like a, what's it called? 
it was like, no, it wasn't fifth grade. It's probably like sixth or seventh grade. But there was like a, <laughs> what's it called? Like a study hour or something oh, like, like that. Oh, like hall room? Hall or room. No, homeroom? Homeroom. Homeroom. That's it. <laughs> we had like a homeroom block and we were just supposed to sit there and uh, study or whatever. Yeah. And study hall. I was confusing study hall and homeroom. Me and my friend Nick got it. Like, it was so boring just sitting there just trying to be quiet for an hour. And so um, me and my friend Nick would go help the janitor, like clean the cafeteria and stuff. And it was kind of fun. It was chill. Like we got out of study hour and for helping him at the end of like the semester or whatever, he was, it was just me, Nick, the whole semester, dude, we would clean the whole freaking cafeteria every single day. And uh, he was going to throw us a pizza, like a little pizza party, like get us a pizza and some Pepsi. Aww. And literally, like, the week of the pizza party, I don't know, some kids, like, caught wind of it. And, like, two more, two or three more kids, like, joined the <laughs> thing the week of, and they got the pizza party. Well, they... I was were, salty, dude. They were smarter, not harder. <laughs> I was salty. Still are. Yeah. <laughs> I worked for that pizza. Yeah. Anyways. Anyhow. That's yeah, I'd be story. salty. I'd be salty too. <sighs> well, that's all we. That's all we got. That's all we got, folks. Obviously, this last person was not the a hole. Their maid of honor was, and they should for sure kick them out. I can't imagine any repercussions would be worse than losing twenty five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, dude. It's a car. The down payment on a home. Uh, I'm so sorry. I did that unintentionally. It looked intentional <laughs> from where I'm at. It was. I intentionally burped, but um, I was kind of out to lunch, so I didn't like <laughs> think that it was going right into the microphone. You know what I mean? Anyways. Any hoozy housey. That's all we got. Sorry that we did not do a spooky episode. Maybe if we're up to it. I'm not even going to promise. I brought it up. I wanted to. I was I like, it's too- Halloween's coming up. We can do a spooky episode. And she's like, I'm too scared. I'm scared as frick. If I hear a fart too loud, I'm scared. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot do scary. It's easier for me not to live with it. Yeah. I get too terrified. Now, especially now that our son's in his own room and I have to walk across the whole house by myself. Absolutely not. I'm going to see a shadow. And be saying the Lord's Prayer. I don't. <laughs> you probably already do. Yeah, I do. Every night when I'm walking in there, I'm saying my own little. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I get too scared. The smallest things will set me off. Ridiculous. I'd probably watch a scary, scary episode of our daughter's like TV show. She'd be totally fine sleeping out, and I'd be. Yeah. She's seen some wild stuff. And she's like, I want to watch the scaring one. What? Yeah, she's seen like some wild stuff. Not like, not actually, but for R-rated stuff. But like, our neighbor has a bunch of Halloween stuff, and some of it, like in his yard, yeah, and some, some of it's, of it's like spooky. a little spooky. There's like ghouls and goblins like coming out of the ground and stuff. And Every day, she's like, "I want to go see the scary stuff." I'm like, okay. <laughs> Please don't have nightmares. <laughs> I know. I'm so scared. Also, not only that, but then like. 
two or three blocks away from us, there someone has like one of those what twelve, sixteen feet skeleton. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to go see the big skeleton. I'm like what? Yeah, and so we obsessed. have to make the trek like three blocks down. I guess we don't have to, but it's nice to take a walk, and she is happy as well. And every time she's like, I want to see the spooky skeleton, the scary big skeleton. I'm like, it's actually pretty cool. It is, but it's, it's like, why? She's interesting. All right. Braver than I am. All right. Till next week. Till next time. See ya. Bye.